0: And Hello my friends. I'm recording this episode ahead of the planned release this coming weekend as I'm having another tongue surgery tomorrow. Now this is just a biopsy but it is rather invasive so I'm going under general anesthesia and my tongue is going to swell up post-op just like it did last time so I anticipate that I won't be able to talk normally maybe before next week or possibly even the week after that. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about one of my personal habits, that there's new data that suggests it's actually a very good thing for us to do. Now, I know many of you sleep naked, some also with various levels of clothing, from pajamas to underwear to sports gear in this episode, we are going to talk about sleeping starkers, naked, comfy dick and balls, and ready for sexual activity the entire night. I decided I really liked this topic, so I'm going to make it a two-part episode. This first part is a reissue of an old episode that I pulled out when I did my getting rid of all my sex stuff, so I'm putting that back, and then next week I'm going to do a story time where I'm going to talk about a particular couple days when someone came and stayed up at our camp up on Square Pond on the lake and interesting things that happened. So that will be story time next time. I hope you enjoy this show. I promise I will be back again just as soon as I can. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. I guess my fascination with sleeping Bear probably started when I was like, 11 or 12 years old, because I was starting to watch foreign films at that time. And since then, I have majorly gotten into foreign films. I watch them probably more than I do American films. But when I was younger, I used to love to watch foreign films. And one of the things that I loved about them was when they would show guys sleeping, if they were with their wife or they had a girlfriend or someone they hooked up with, inevitably they would be getting out of the bed completely naked. And they might stand up, they might head off to the bathroom, they might be pulling on some pants, but they always gave a very nice shot of the guy's dick and certainly their butt. Butts everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. But it but, but it did also have some dick shots. And so I always equated sleeping naked with that fascination of these foreign cultures and these beautiful men and getting out of bed early in the morning and just having the sun hit this naked, beautiful body. I was definitely a horny child, (laughs) to say the least. And I grew up wearing pajamas. Um, When I was younger, I remember I had pajamas usually... Those heavy flannel kind of pajamas during the winter, and then lighter cotton ones during the summer. And when I got probably about 14 or so, I shucked the pajamas and basically slept in my underwear sometimes a t-shirt, but my underwear at the time and for a very long period of my life was white jockey underwear. I still have a thing for that, even though underwear has gone into all different directions and and uh, styles, especially boxer shorts, but white briefs were what I grew up with. And most of the time I had a t-shirt on once in a great while. If I was really hot, I would sleep without the t-shirt, but always, 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 White briefs. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, my mother always bought me really tight briefs. In fact, a lot of my clothes were really tight. Now, as an adult, I can't stand tight clothes. When I had my wedding a few months ago, I was dressed up in that tuxedo. I could not wait to get those ties off and open my my shirt and all of that. It was just driving me crazy. So she gave me really tight underwear. And I always wondered you know, like, if it affected my dick or balls because it was so tight around them oh it was it was almost uncomfortable but I never thought at the time to ever mention it to my mother like excuse me but my junk is growing and I kind of need more space down there I just didn't really uh, mention it but then when I I got on my own I started buying uh, boxer underwear I wore that for many years and uh, I would sleep in that as well But when I was like nine or ten and I was wearing those tight white jockeys, um, one of the things I used to do as a boy starting to grow into puberty, um, I used to like wearing them and rubbing against my sheet face down. I think a lot of kids probably did that, right? Rub until you shoot or whatever. You did when you were like nine or 10. It wasn't really shooting a load. It was just kind of the body shaking or something, or really getting into the feeling. And uh, because this underwear was tight, you know, my boner was like really up and against my body. So between the pressure from the underwear and then the pressure from the sheet when I was like sliding up and down. That was that was my favorite thing to do. Um, it never occurred to me to take my underwear off and do it. Uh, yeah for whatever reason, growing up, the thought of sleeping naked, it just never occurred to me. I had two brothers. They slept in their underwear. My father didn't wear clothes at all, but I, I never really saw him. So that wasn't really something that I uh, emulated to do. It was weird. I, I, it was almost taboo for me to sleep without underwear. Huh. I never really thought about it that way, but that's true. And even as an adult, for whatever reason, sleeping naked has always been something that I had to consciously think about and consciously decide because I'm just so used to sleeping in underwear or underwear and t-shirt. The times that I was sleeping naked actually were very much tied to those international films because once I hit college age, all the way up to probably 10 years ago or so, I always traveled by myself. I love traveling by myself. I don't have a problem with my own company. Once I get to places and I usually go to gay places or like a gay guest house in a certain area, you know or country and I'll make friends with the people that are at the hotel or the guest house. I'll go out to bars. I would make friends with people there. And however many days I happen to be in that place, in that country, I would have some friends to hang around with. Because I've always, with the travel thing, the worst thing that can happen is when you're with people, say a few people, and you've now done your daytime laying in the sun or shopping or whatever you do. And now it's getting time for dinner, and you all are having dinner together. One of the worst things for me is like walking down a sidewalk in a town and looking at restaurants and looking at menus and having people go oh yeah I, I, I don't like fish so that one's out and then a little further oh I, I don't like Chinese someone else is saying you know I don't like Chinese I don't want to go there so it's like where do you want to go I don't know where do you want to go I don't know well let's just go where you want to go okay so I suggest a place oh no not that place Ah, oh, would fucking drive me fucking mad to have these people do these things. So I traveled mostly by myself. And when I did travel with people, with other people I'd travel with, I would say, look, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing the sun during the day. I'm doing shopping here. I'm taking a nap after this. I'm going to have dinner here. I'm going to then get ready to go out to a club at such and such a time. And if any of you would like to do that with me, you are more than welcome. If not, I will see you somewhere at some point, I'm sure, probably out at a club later on. Because I just, I won't go through that nonsense of indecision and craziness. And and then by the time you do decide on a restaurant you are so starving (laughs) your 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 blood sugar is so low you just like you have a headache oh just let's just decide go go to the next restaurant it doesn't matter oh anyway so i traveled mostly by myself and i would always make a habit of sleeping naked while i was traveling I just kind of felt like, well, that's what people do in foreign countries. They all sleep naked. So when in Rome, do as the Romans do. So I would sleep naked when I would travel. However, this one trip that I made, I went to Palm Springs, California. I used to always go in March or April um, whenever they had the big white party was usually tied to whenever Easter was. And I used to go and uh, get all ecstasied up and have a three-day party. And it it was awesome. And I always stayed at the same place in Palm Springs. So it was a motel. It was a two-level motel. And they had balconies that faced inward where there was a lawn and they had a big pool. This motel, or I guess resort is what they like to consider it to be, is actually quite famous. It was the original structure was built for a 1963 film called Palm Springs Weekend that starred Troy Donahue who I had a major crush on. But anyway, so this was built originally for that film, but it's built as a complete motel, if you will. And it's always the place that I had stayed. So I would stay on the second floor. And one night I was sleeping, sleeping, bare-assed, in my bed, having come from a party, a little drunk, but and I was alone, but was really in a good mood. And I had fallen asleep. It was probably more passing out from the alcohol, And I woke up about three o'clock in the morning and I had this wicked headache, duh, (laughs) from doing everything I was doing. So I thought, oh, I'm going to take some Advil because that always clears my head really quickly. And as I thought about it, I realized that my bottle of Advil was down in the rental car that I had rented while I was in Palm Springs. And it was in a bag that was in the back seat. So I thought, well, I got to go get that Advil because my head is really fucking killing me. And if I don't do something, it's going to end up spoiling tomorrow for me. So I got up and I walked to the door and I opened the door a little bit and I looked and my rent-a-car was right down below where my room was. You know, I had like, it was like a, a stairway hallway balcony that extended out, you know, with iron wrought uh, railings and stairs that go down. So I was right near the stairs and I was right near my car and I thought, shit i don't feel like finding my underwear or finding a robe i I don't even know where it is it's somewhere in a suitcase because i always lived out of suitcases i would never like put stuff away in drawers and hang stuff up that that just isn't me that's way too organized for me so i thought okay well you know what i can go and get this bottle of advil it's three o'clock in the morning there's no one around piece of cake I was still under the influences, I'm sure, of the partying. So I leave the room, close the door behind me. I'm naked, right? And it, it, it's warm, so I'm not cold doing this. So I patter along to the, down this little hallway, outside hallway, balcony hallway, whatever the fuck it was. And I went down the stairs and I had the keys to the car. I had brought them with me, and it was keys back then. You didn't have the little beep-beep thing with the alarm and unlock the doors. So I put the key in, I opened the car door, I got my Advil, I closed the car door, all the while kind of like looking around and making sure nobody's there, right? So I didn't have to hide. No problem. So I go back up the stairs, and I go down the walkway a little bit, and I turn the doorknob of my room, and it's locked. (laughs) Fuck. Oh my God, I can still remember how I felt. I'm jiggling the doorknob going, no, 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 it's not locked. It's really not locked. Because I'm always careful when I leave my house here, if I'm just taking the trash out or whatnot, I unlock the door just because you never know if the wind's going to blow the door closed or someone's going to push it closed or, or whatever. I always unlock the door, but I didn't. So I'm thinking, fuck, fuck, fuck. What am I doing? I'm standing there naked. It's now like 3 15 in the morning. And I'm thinking, yeah, it, it crossed my mind, like, well, that's what I get for sleeping without clothes. So I look and the bathroom is right against where the door is. And there was this window that was one of those push-out windows, and it swings on the hinges above. So it kind of has like a an arm that l- goes out and holds the window up. And I'm looking at that and I'm thinking. That's my only my only hope here because I refuse to go down to the main desk completely bare assed and ask for another key to get into my room. I'm like, I'm gonna do this, there's nobody around, it doesn't matter. So I go over and the window's probably like four and a half, five feet off the ground. And I don't have any shoes on, I don't have anything on. And I'm thinking, I I can fit through that. I mean, it's going to be a little tight with the arm there swinging. But I I, I can do this. I can do this. So, you know, I've been lifting weights. I'm strong. I can do this. So I kind of pull myself up on the edge of the window and... The only thing I can think of is to go in head first because I don't have room to swing out and put my feet in or anything. So I'm going in head first. So I start to go into the window and I'm reaching down and there is a sink right there. And that's kind of one of those freestanding sinks. So it's not like there's a vanity holding it up. It's just like the sink that's coming out of the wall. <laughs> right. So my hands are on this sink, right? Trying to pull myself more through the window. And that arm, that metal arm that was holding the window up was like digging into my side something fierce. And I remember like thinking, oh my God, I'm gonna have this big ass scrape down my side. So like when I go to the pool in the next couple days, I'm gonna look like really great. So I'm sliding in, I'm sliding in, I'm pulling, I'm pulling. And it gets to about where my hips are. And I was kind of jammed a little bit in that metal arm. So I'm turning my body a little bit sideways, which is hurting. And I get myself sideways so I can slide more down the sink, which I was starting to worry as it got more of my weight put on it. I was thinking this like sink is going to break and off the wall and there's going to be water everywhere and everything. So I was trying to not use the sink as much to put my body weight on and I'm sliding in and I, I just had turned and was able to get <laughs> to get my dick by the side of the window right uh, it's like slid in a little bit that way and suddenly I hear can I help you?" and I'm like oh fuck. Uh, and I'm I'm stuck. Oh, n- not stuck, but I'm I'm not finished getting into the room. And this guy walks over, and you know, because the arm divides the window, I'm in one half of it. The other half was open. This guy walks over, and he's got like a security uniform on. And I'm like, uh, hi, yeah, um. <laughs> long story but this is my room i'm not breaking into it and as you can see i'm naked so i, I had to get into the room and so he's like oh okay um i just want to make sure this is all right so i'm like okay um (laughs) let me just finish what i'm doing here because i I don't think i can go back out the window so i pull myself a little bit more and i i just do it quickly so like it was pinching me on the side oh fuck it hurt and i ended up getting into the into the bathroom and standing up and the guy's like so go around and open the door um i just want to make sure that this is your room so i'm like okay so i walk around to the door and at this point i like i don't fucking care that i'm completely bare-assed it doesn't matter the least bit to me right so i open the door and i'm standing there and i'm like yeah this is my room you know and he kind of steps in a little bit and he kind of looks around sees that the bed is kind of crumpled but there's no one else in the bed obviously there's no one in the bathroom and he's like okay um everything seems okay and i'm like great and then we had sex <laughs> and then we had sex, but that's not part of the story. The point was I was sleeping naked and I had this adventure trying to get into my window. But anyway, so I continued <laughs> to sleep naked and After that, I kind of got this feeling like, hey, you know, you never know what's going to happen when you sleep naked. That's kind of cool. So I went through this period, kind of compulsive and whatnot. So I decided I was going to sleep naked. And as time went along, I was saying, okay, I'm going to go a full year always sleeping naked no matter what. And if I was um, out and about, if I was staying at somebody's house, uh, different things happened. I would pull off my underwear and just put them right on the floor next to the bed. And when it was morning, you know, doesn't matter if there were other people in the room or whatnot. I grab my underwear and pull it on if under the sheets or over the sheets, whatever. And I did a full year and then I'm thinking, you know what? I'm, I'm going to do a second year and just see how far this goes. So I actually got through two full years of sleeping naked. I, I know it's ridiculous that one would keep track of something like that, but if you knew me, that would not seem strange at all for me to do. And going back a whole shitload of years, I guess I was in my early 20s, I was a counselor at a guy's camp. And this was right around the time where I started my, when I travel, I'm going to sleep naked thing. So I was staying in this cabin at this camp. The camp was up in Maine. And the counselors stayed in this cabin, and we had to get there early, right, a few days early to get some shit ready for, um, for the boys coming in. So we drank, we partied, we played jokes on each other constantly, and I was sleeping. I'd had my underwear on the floor beside the bed. Always. And there were, I guess, probably four or five other guys in this cabin. It was really pretty big. Had a shower in the back and a couple toilets. And it, it, was, it was pretty big. It had like bunk beds. But I had this bed that was um, on the floor with a, like a spring. You know, it was low to the ground, probably like two feet off the ground or whatever. So I would sleep in that, and my underwear would be right beside it, which was still, at that time, so I was early 20s, yeah, definitely, I was still wearing white jockey underwear. So the guys in the cabin eventually realized that I was doing this. I would put my underwear beside the bed, and morning would come, and these were guys I got to know pretty well, and you know, as I said, we were drinking, we were clowning around. So it wasn't a grab my underwear and put it on under the blankets. Fuck that. I could give a shit about that so I'd get up out of bed half the time have a boner or half a boner get my underwear pull it on and then get dressed and go to breakfast and all that shit so like that was a regular thing I was doing so once the guys like got that figured out one of them who was kind of like the the clown of the counselors like he was he was he was a fucking riot Maybe not such a fucking riot after this. So what he did one night before I went to bed is they went through my suitcase and they took all my underwear and they took all my shorts. I didn't have any, like, pants with me because it was, like, August and it was, like, so fucking hot. Um, We didn't have any fans or air conditioning or anything in the camp. It was so fucking hot. So so they took all my shit. So morning comes, right? Dr, 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 time to get up. And I reach down and my underwear's not there. Hmm, that's weird. So I kind of look under the bed. No, nope, no underwear. Kind of get down on my hands and knees now crawling around. It's got to be fucking here somewhere. Pushing my bag out of the way, looking under it. No, okay, well, whatever. I'll just grab something else. So the guys were, this was early in the morning because I, I tended to get up pretty early. So the guys were still in, in their beds, these these bunk beds there was it was like a whole like a a wall of bunk beds on each side so there was like one two three four five six beds right Two on top of each other and two of them were full and then there was one guy. So yeah, so there were five other guys other than me in the cabin and they were awake, but they were pretending that they were sleeping, right? So I'm looking around, fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm digging through my bag. This is weird. It, It wasn't registering yet that somebody would do something to me. So I'm like, this is really fucked. Where the fuck did I put them? And, you know, did I decide that I was going to actually put my clothes together? And, you know, I have a pile of underwear and shorts somewhere. Mm, Nope, nope. I looked around my, my stuff. So this is a guy's camp and it's just the counselors there at the time. So I open the cabin door and I step outside and there's this big ass pine tree that's right in front of the cabin because we're not deep in the woods, but we're in the woods, not too far from the main road. And so there's a lot of pine trees. It's Maine, there's a shitload of pine trees. And there was this pine tree right outside our door. And I step out and I don't even know why I thought of doing it, but I looked up and all my underwear and all my shorts are hanging on different branches up in this tree. And I'm like, I remember standing there going, looking up and going, fuck. And then I hear all this fucking laughter behind me, right? The guys get up now and they're all like laughing and they're like, you know, go get it, Joey. <laughs> you want to wear it? You got to go get your underwear. You know, you put it on every morning, so go get it. And, you know, I had to climb the fucking pine tree. <laughs> naked why am i always doing this weird shit naked so i climbed this pine tree to pull down my underwear and my shorts and just kind of as a um fuck you to the guys i turn and i like start pissing down onto them and they like scatter like yeah fuck you you know and it it was funny it was funny (laughs) it's funny now it wasn't yeah it was funny at the time fuck it because we were partying and shit. So. Yeah, so to this day, I think sleeping naked has all these really cool thoughts, movies, stories, things in my life that happened that are tied to it. So when I do sleep naked now as an adult my age, I still get that excitement because of that. But it goes beyond excitement and sex and all of that. There are actually good reasons why people sleep naked. And so I just want to quickly go through an article that came from Men's Health Magazine. And the title is five scientific reasons to sleep But naked. So this is scientific research we're going to go over. And we're going to go quickly through these five. So number one is you'll sleep better. Your body temperature declines as you doze and climbs before you wake up, but clothing can interfere with this natural fluctuation. The extra insulation can make you too hot as your temperature drops. Number two, you'll ignite your metabolism. Researchers found that when people slept in a chilly room, they produced double the volume of brown fat, a healthy fat stored in your neck that burns calories to generate body heat compared to when they slept in a warmer room. And I'm not really sure I fucking believe that one. Believe me, my neck fat is is not healthy fucking fat. Number three, you'll protect your testicles. Yay! Your drawers keep heat and moisture in, and bacteria thrive in warm, moist environments. Yeah, protect those nads. Keep them free and flowing in the air. Number four, you'll nurture your sperm. Okay. When your testicles are too warm, your sperm quality suffers, according to a Finnish study that tested the semen of men who used saunas, and how studies have been done in like Norway, Sweden, Finland area, a long study over like fifteen years, that showed that men that use saunas four, five, six times a week have lower incidences of a lot of different diseases. And finally, number five, you'll get closer to your partner. Skin-on-skin contact with another person triggers the release of the hormone oxytocin in your brain, according to Swedish researchers. The chemical reduces stress, makes you feel more connected to your partner, and increases your sex drive. And let's state the obvious, brushing up against each other naked in bed Often leads to good things. Yee-haw, True. True, true, true. So maybe we should sleep naked. Hmm. I'm going to ask you to tell me about whether or not you sleep naked or sleep in other things. So I'm gonna give you my email address again. It's the name of the podcast, an older gay guy show at gmail.com. Send your comments of how you sleep, naked, underwear, pajamas, if you wear a top or if you don't wear a top. Let me know, and I'm going to compile the data, and I'm going to kind of give a unscientific result for how my listeners sleep. Do you sleep naked? with your ball sack rubbing up and down against the sheet. You let me know, please. Meanwhile, hey, thanks again for coming on here and listening to me. I have a really fucking great time doing these podcasts, and I really appreciate all my listeners. And please do subscribe. That's a great way to be notified every week when my new episodes come out. So, meanwhile, have an awesome week. I hope you're in an area where the climate is getting beautiful and we can get outside and have a great time. And uh, thanks for listening to my really fucked up life and stories. (laughs) This is Joey Hernandez. Come back again. And I hope you look forward to and anticipate that sleeping bare ass story time next time. Thanks, guys, for all your love and support. Bye for now.